Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Struggle Session. I'm Leslie the Third. I'm Jack Allison. And today we have a very special returning guest. Mm-hmm. He was voted, if I recall correctly, the favorite guest. Yeah, very important to vote of the Struggle very Session important fandom. To vote. Very, very important to vote. Aubrey Sitherson, thank you so much for joining us. And you brought a very special guest along with you. I brought friends, or one friend at least. <laughs> Tyrell Cannon, my uh, my co creator. Thanks Beef, for being here. Of Beef Bros. Thanks for having us. Kickstarter right That's now. Cool. Aubrey and Tyrell have a really amazing, cool looking uh, comic out now on Kickstarter. They are going to ask you for your support. But before we get into you know the the selling and the shilling, we can get into that later. We're going to get into a hell of a movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> One of the most pure action movies of all time. It's perfect. It's perfect. I mean, yeah. And let me tell you something, folks. It is exactly 90 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Love a 90 minute. Love a 90 minute. I was so stoked when I saw it was 90 minutes. I was so <laughs> excited because I'd already, we, I'd already talked to you guys about doing it. And um, I was like, oh, man, how, you know, how much. How much of my night am I committing to this? Ninety, dude, I could, I could undergo any kind of torture for ninety minutes. Oh, I love it. Ninety. This was even torture. This was wonderful. This is yeah. not the. This is not the movie we're talking about here today. But I watched recently Child's Play two, and it comes in at eighty minutes, and I was like, eighty? Oh my god, <laughs> so nice. I love an eighty. Eighty <laughs> felt so good. But anyway, we'll continue. Yes, uh, Commando. Uh, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger's. Uh, the movie between uh, the Terminators, uh, Commando, just this, I, I don't even know what to say. Like, na- from 1985, it's just him killing, like, a hundred guys. And that's it. That's the movie. He's yeah. uh, extremely, you know, loving father, and someone kidnaps his daughter. So he commits mass murder <laughs> on a scale that is just unbelievable. There's yeah. so much action, so many explosions, so many stuff. A dude just straight up gets hit by a car it in rules. this. They just so straight good. up hit a man with a car <laughs> for this movie and make him get up and start running. Uh, Arno, the physicality of this is just insane. I have to be I have to be honest with you from minute 1. Arnold is just so magnetic and charismatic. I was like kind of checking my phone during the opening credits of this movie, you know, as you'll do when you're watching a movie at home, and then Arnold came on screen carrying an entire tree log and i like kind of just put my phone down in awe i was like from <laughs> like when arnold comes on screen you're just like well i guess i gotta watch this this is like it's like it's like watching like like you know uh, uh hercules <laughs> literally yeah, hercules. Like, <laughs> the real hercules you know yeah. Hercules, but he's the real hercules yeah. you know what they, they didn't just start on him carrying a log they started on <laughs> close-ups of his bulging muscles By, while yes, yes, carrying yeah. the log. I right. love it. Yes. It is like it is it is such a loving It's such like a Goku thing to be carrying a whole tree. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's an adoring, loving view of the male form. It's wonderful. Uh-huh. Well, this is Arnold in like peak condition, you know. Oh yes. I mean he was never in bad shape, but after he came off bodybuilding and started acting, he still had 
mm-hmm. this incredible physique that was just like, you know, I mean, what, Mr. Universe, how many times, Mr. you know, and, and this movie is like, right away, they're like, we know why you're here. You're here to see Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Eating ice cream and feeding deer with Alyssa Milano. Feeding the deer is my favorite part. Oh, That's, man. It is so great. It's, it's one of my favorite parts of the entire movie because, I mean, Leslie touched on it already, but I love that, like how much effort is put in letting you know that first and foremost, like, yeah, it's just such a smartly, it's only 90 minutes and it is so lean and smartly yeah. structured, right? It begins with murder. It begins with it begins with a man just getting murdered outside his house. Just so you know that yeah. don't worry, there violence is coming. It's action, yeah. and then We're it steps fun. back. It steps back, and then the first thing you got to know about Arnold Strong carries logs to <laughs> friend of child and beast alike. Arnold, <laughs> no, it's hilarious. It's, it's this is the good like, guy. You should. He's love like him. Bell. He's like Bell it's from so Beauty good. and the Beast. It's like he's like you know he like goes in and his daughter loves him like birds land on his shoulder and like chirp little songs like <laughs> it's so tender. It's so tender. If there's anything I would take down the pick, he does display a little bit of toxic masculinity about Uh-oh. boy George, but his daughter does tell him, "Oh, you're just being old fuddy duddy about it." Well, that whole that whole scene there is pretty interesting because he he has the moment where he's like reading this magazine boy george is in there and the magazine's called cream by the way i don't know if you guys noticed that that was an old rock magazine right yeah it, oh, cool. I, I didn't know that that was actually an old rock magazine mm-hmm. but anyway boy george but he says they should just doesn't he say they should just call him girl george, girl george to yeah. avoid the confusion something right. like that oh, and then and after that doesn't he say growing up in east germany they said that rock music was subversive. subversive. I guess they were, I right. they were right. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But even that, wow. even that, it's like it's it is an attempt to humanize this guy, right? Because like yeah. he's, he's put off by this newfangled gender bending boy George guy. Uh, but listen, you know, I I came from East Germany. I don't know. I have no idea. I came from an yeah. oppressive regime. I don't. I yeah, don't his name is John this. Matrix. I don't know any German <laughs> yeah. names. Yeah. John, John Matrix is just so. I don't know any humans nah. na- with the last name Matrix. Who is named Matrix. <laughs> was that a stupid name in the eighties? Or it were people, so did people hear that and were like, "Yeah, that's that's well, that tracks." I have this theory that like all action stars, like well, not all of them, but most of them, their name has to start with a J. If you think about yeah, like a lot of almost the all of them are John. Jay, always John, always Jacks, you know, mm, that's interesting. you know, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Wick, Jack Reacher, you know, Jack Ryan, yeah, these guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it's always Jay. But going for Matrix in a movie that like has nothing to do with technology <laughs> or anything like like that. It's just like about guns. It's really yeah. like that's the most advanced thing is like the rocket launcher. But there's not. It's just. I mean, I, I I do I don't want to belabor the point, but like this is like peak Arnold. He is just like an action figure. It's like you cannot get a body better than this. And like they really like show him like moving and leaping, and they show his agility. They yeah. actually take the time to say that like he not only is he like super strong, he's also super stealthy too. In the uh, beginning, because he's so highly trained. <laughs> now, of course, he spends the latter half of the movie standing in the middle of a field shooting. <laughs> Doesn't need to use fucking it. Can we talk about his shit. Like I know we're hopping around all over the place now but can we talk about his his marksmanship technique as well it's it's a spray, spray it's like a, a spray and pray i don't like i you know what a, a brother, like 
I remember um, like I, I hurt my ankle one time and the doctor was like, oh, you should use, you should put your leg out and you should do the alphabet with your toes, right? Just to stretch out your ankle. That was his shooting technique as well. Just, <laughs> just moving the barrel of the gun to spell the entire alphabet. <laughs> waves of thugs of South American dictator he, thugs. He is, like, I don't know. he is the like ideal man from the get-go, right? Yeah, Not he, only is he, he's doing physical labor He's spending time with his daughter. Mm-hmm. He's also an ex-soldier. He can smell people downwind, so, you know, which is pretty <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm wondering if he built that house because he's carrying a oh, log. It's a he log absolutely house. built that he house. He absolutely yeah. built that house. He and his daughter just like went out into the wilderness. And uh, then this is where they are a couple of years later. <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, they make the point they want to tell you that you know he's tender he loves his daughter he's a single father he walked away from war you know he was tired of it he didn't want to care do it about it doesn't want to do it done with it something we haven't touched on yet um that i think is crucially important um and it's something so uh one of my favorite books is arnold schwarzenegger's encyclopedia of modern bodybuilding i know Ty- tyrell's nodding and breathing heavily uh <laughs> oh, have, yeah. have you all read this no, <laughs> I I've uh, seen it. I've I seen it. it was at the school library. I have what a cool it. school you went to. First yes. of all, uh, second yes. of all, <laughs> it's amazing because like you know it has all like the bodybuilding stuff in it, right? And it it neglects to mention that you also have to do steroids. Like it kind of like glosses that. <laughs> yeah, but like it has right. all the bodybuilding stuff, which is amazing, and all the pictures of these guys and all and Franco and Lee Priest and stuff. Um, but it also has like a lot of autobiographical stuff, and in it he talks like at length, and he keeps coming back to it. One of the things that people have always loved about his performances and his and his work in Hollywood are his one-liners, many of which he comes up with on the spot. And brother, <laughs> you can tell. You can, uh, yeah. you can 100% <laughs> tell that he's ad-libbing them because they're awful, but it doesn't matter. It kind of makes yeah. it better because he's just this huge, charming, funny, yeah. handsome Austrian man well, making bad we, jokes yeah. at you. It rules. We should talk a little bit about how – just like insane it is that Arnold Schwarzenegger with like the thickest Austrian accent, like we make all the actors now learn American accents. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Arnold all, shows the up. Ah, all the ah. Australians, like, and like Christian Bale and everybody were like, you're British or whatever. Arnold, like you, there are movies where it's hard to understand him. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and like, yet he is still like one of the biggest American movie stars. And I think that that does speak to frankly, actually what a good actor he is because he actually is like a, a very good and compelling actor but then also just like i don't know what a cares i mean he came, became the fucking governor for a reason you know what i mean charisma, this is a very man. charismatic man he maxed out that charisma score <laughs> he really did it's outrageous uh-huh. yeah at no point do you ask yourself wait a minute so the cia trusted him <laughs> to overthrow like possibly multiple governments but he's not even a u.s citizen he like and he's from like he's from like east germany at that five too yeah like a former former communist but you don't even think about it you just like you go with of course you would let this guy run your coup and like it's so funny because like this even like in so many other movies like this remind me the most really of like 24 the tv show which is such an overtly like political and politicized thing like no one if you just watch this movie you have no idea like 
which side is like the good, like what side of the political spectrum, like the dictator or the new dictator is on, right? You don't really yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, we can assume can from guess. the real world, but they don't try to, you know, try to make a point about it, which I think a lot of movies would be like be more a little bit more focused on the heroism and how great it was that we, you know, took down this brutal uh, dictator when they kind of gloss over. This it is a personal this. story. This is very yeah. much a personal story. <laughs> this guy like got his daughter kidnapped. He actually like wants nothing to do with the government or anything. I actually love at the end, the end of the movie is just him being like, no way. <laughs> the guy's like, we're going to use you again. And he's like, fuck no. Yeah, like, and that's like, just the end of the movie. And, we, we, <laughs> and, and as much as I love Mission Impossible, the last one, the end of that movie is like everyone telling, uh, what's his, uh, Tom Cruise, like, it's so glad, it, it, we're so lucky to have him out on the front lines because we're always going to need him to fight off the bad guys while john matrix is like fuck you we don't i don't I, like i don't what, this has nothing to do with me you're just i i don't know you're no different than the fucking you know guy guys i just killed you're just guys like shooting i just want to hang out with my daughter i don't need to be involved in this war shit yeah i mean it's it's definitely a throwaway thing they're just like the one the, the bad guy is like oh you helped the guy that overthrew me, and so I don't like you. Like and that's they don't really yeah. get much deeper into, into like why. Yeah, we can that. assume. We know yeah. a little bit of eighties. Uh, yeah. You can global assume. south you history. Can, <laughs> we, can, we can kind of piece together the likely trajectory. Yeah. This movie at least gives us plausible deniability. Right. It's not like throwing it in our right. face. <laughs> well, when you're when people are watching this movie and. 200 years you know they, they might not know that context they'll just yeah, say, oh, a great yeah. movie about a kid and his, a guy and his daughter just to make sure you don't yeah. gloss over it people will definitely be watching this movie in 200 years <laughs> oh absolutely i don't know how they, like it's gonna be part of the curriculum i mean it, it, in a lot of ways like you just watched this and it's like so much came from this like video games video games as they like this movie just predicted how like third person shooters would be 20 years or third person shooters were modeled on this movie even before that man contra contra is just john matrix and john rambo versus aliens that's it that's all that's literally like you look at the i was looking at the box art today because i'm a crazy person just in (laughs) i was thinking about this Uh, but yeah that's all it is it's it's even his pose and everything it's it is it's it's both a foundational action movie right like it's like the ur action movie but it's Mm -hmm. also it's it's i said it before but it's so lean it is so efficient. Mm-hmm. Like I, it's a raw yeah, movie. Yeah, man. I would be hard pressed to find something that is a more efficient and effective film than this is. It's kind of like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre of action movies. You know, it's just like just you know, it, it works along. Yeah. yeah, it just goes right through, and it's it's stripped down to like its barest elements. You know, it's like we got to have this hero who has this uh, endearing task that he has to complete. And we can all relate to that, right? I mean, saving his daughter, like that's yeah. a good, good guys do that. And you have these kind of bad guys that are easily disposable that he can kill millions of them. But, and it's like 160 or something. He kills in this movie. It's insane. Yeah. 
And uh, you got your, you know, your kind of special mooks. There's several like special kind of villains, like the guy Brandon from Wells. Twin, yeah, the guy from Twin Peaks. Oh, he's so good in this, and he gets killed off in the middle, but he's like a very like strong. I loved. I actually loved the lines. Like, I like you, Sully. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> can we talk? Can we talk about, about the villains? That. The yes. villains yes. are so good in this. I mean, you got you got Bill Duke. You got uh, Bill Duke is a fucking war. heater in this too, man. <laughs> he's awesome. He's he's so heel. Like you see him, like he's in a lot of stuff now. He's like an older man. He like plays like, yeah. a different role, but oh god, he was huge and terrible. Like oh, when he, he was, when he like sick. when he put up his dukes, I guess to 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 fight Arnold in the motel. Amazing, terrifying. Yeah, I I I, I love the scene of him in like that full like fucking three piece suit, like chop shopping for Cadillacs, <laughs> and then just murking a dude like that. That's just so that like it's so clean, it's so smooth. His favorite part like, is the price, Leslie. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite line of the entire. This movie. whole movie is is like one liners, really. Everybody's so got good. some good ones. It's so. so good, man. Because when Bill Duke is fighting Arnold Schwarzenegger, doesn't Radon Chong say something like, "You guys eat too much red meat" or something like that? Oh, something like that. She says yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, that, she, that's, Tommy Chong's, that's Tommy Chong's. That's Tommy Chong's daughter. Chong's daughter. daughter yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah, she was so you know big in the eighties. She was like the go-to black woman. You know, we can only have one at a time. <laughs> what? <man>. Like, <laughs> what in else Hollywood? She, in? Uh, she was in. Uh, she was in a couple of other. Uh, she, wasn't she in Soul Man? Yeah, she ma- and she married wow. that guy. She married uh, the guy from Soul see Thomas Howe. Yeah, yeah. She they were married briefly. Oh wow. Yeah, she's still in stuff though. Th- uh, thankfully, she's still around. She's still hanging. Around. I really, I really, I feel like I wish he got more time on screen. But the guy who escorted John Matrix onto the plane and got Enriquez in- or whatever his name, yeah, was? with like the pith helmet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was my favorite just because that was that was such a strong look. I well, thought. that guy was what six seven. He was huge. Oh too. yeah, yeah. yeah. I just loved how they would have Arnold and then they would just try to find guys bigger than him. <laughs> <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> oh man, I this movie, um, I, and when you mentioned how lean it was, like, we have no idea what happened to the mom. Like, that's not, let me ask, like, qu- even, let me ask you a question, Leslie. Who gives a shit? There's action, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's shit to blow up. There's men to run cars into, people to get like, choked out. Yeah, like, even John Wick. Like takes time to show you like the dead wife, but this is just like no, I just have a daughter and that's it. And what's um, the thing not, in the eighties? There's a lot of single, dads. single parents. Yeah, yeah. Single dads. it's efficient. Yeah. It's lean. Well, and why? I wonder too, though. Is is that and that, and that maybe that's another lean, a great choice the movie makes. Like if if you found out she was dead, that would be one thing. If you found out they got divorced, that would be a much different thing. You know, like yeah. or, or 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 you know, it's like it's like that kind of decision where. Since you don't know, you know anybody can kind of plug in their own answer to it. I like to it's imagine kind of good to be vague in those yeah, things. I like to imagine he adopted the girl. Right there, you go. Oh, That's what I like to think. oh from so, East Germany, yeah, because he, he, he took her out of East Germany yeah, and brought saved, her to America. He <laughs> oh, he. I mean, he is like training her and shit. Like, they, I mean, Alyssa Milano. They could have done a sequel to this when she was, you know, in, in her like charm phase, the like a little mm-hmm. action movie starring <laughs> Commando Two with Alyssa Milano. I really, um, I really loved uh, Arnold's. So, like, something that bugs me about a lot of 
contemporary action movies is that like everybody knows acrobatic kung fu everybody right everybody is just doing crazy wire stuff arnold fights exactly like you would expect arnold to fight just big haymaker punches maybe a kick and picking dudes up and flinging. yeah it's the best it's it's exactly like what else would you expect him to do it rules when he picks up the fucking phone booth at and like torture racks it and tosses it <laughs> just like why wouldn't why isn't that in every single movie like the hulk doesn't even do cool stuff no, like man. that like come on well and it has the obligatory 80s uh neck break you know which uh th- those were the the simple neck neck breaks of the 80s and 90s where you could just go and the guy's yeah. neck's broken <laughs> it's, the torque. it's all about the torque the yeah angle, it's a, yeah it's, it's the you know the wrist movement yeah <laughs> his friend was dead tired so. like there there there's a a lot going on in this movie but one thing i will kind of knock it for kind of knock it for when it gets to the middle section we're no longer in the real world for the most part right like (laughs) on the early stuff you can say okay maybe this can happen make it that can happen but by the time like 50 mall cops come out of nowhere. There was a lot of mall cops there. That was weird. It was, you know, it was, uh, it was the eighties. The mall culture was very different back then. It It is an awesome scene, but it's too many. It It was like, it was like, they were like agent Smith's coming out. Uh, There's like mall cops, like coming out. I have to disagree because I think it was the exact right amount of mall cops (laughs) because you needed enough of him, enough of them for John Matrix Matrix to do my favorite spot, which is where is he? Where there's so many mall cops. What, what happened to him? And then he just, flings all of them off him by standing <laughs> up in my favorite spot ever god like he does a swing in the mall it's like it's just action scene after action scene it, it almost seems like like they just thought of like every action set piece they could do and like try to get them all in and like all right we don't need to have any talk like big long talking scene there's not the fucking diner scene there's not where she nurses his wound scene and they they stay the night in the hotel and you wonder if they're gonna have sex right, with one right. another or not that's that's they just cut those scenes go 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 the whole time and that's like one of the best yeah. things about this movie it's so like good. the running time is perfect but it's just paced so breakneck and then mm-hmm. i gotta take a second and say the score on this movie is absolutely oh, incredible. Oh, so yeah. good. We, we 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 we've been remiss not to mention it i love the uh, the score is so good like it's it's very like it's very eighties, but also very strange. It's, it's not got those steel drums. It's got those steel drums, but then it's James Horner who did Aliens, and it has all those alien stings, the the, the plucking of the cellos and stuff. And it's like, oh yeah, man, but those steel drums. It's just the, the steel drums, and it's like throughout the entire movie, it kind of is like something that helps the like pace feel so frenetic. Oh, it's yeah. just this like steel drums throughout. Also, it's like kind of weirdly tropical but in a way that just is fun (laughs) because they're going to what is it valverde or something yeah i guess yeah yeah i love it i love a good made-up south american country (laughs) (laughs) it It doesn't matter nobody's gonna really check it out it's it's just you know Kind of uh, helps we, remove some of those politics too. Like right, Leslie was right. like, yeah. who knows? Who knows what the dictator in Valverde Maybe they was were. Like. Maybe it was fascist. There, it's an imaginary country. <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the it's the one fascist uh, dictator we overthrew. <laughs> 
Uh, but we do. We would be remiss if we didn't mention that this film. I I I don't know the ethnic makeup of El Verde, but I'm pretty sure that that is does count as brown face. Uh, yeah, yeah. What the uh, what's what's the actor's name? Uh, Dan Hedaya is his name, right? Uh, yeah. Uh, Dan, uh, Dan shares, Hedaya. shares dad on Clueless, who I love, but yes, uh, yes might be that, some brown face. I think that's technically brown face, even if yeah. we don't know. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, but he was when they over. It was us- It's usually the white guys that we put into office, not the ones we overthrew. So, well, he's doing <laughs> yeah, the true, accent. True. He's yeah, trying yeah, to do yeah. the accent really thick and everything. And I just keep thinking like he's really pissed at Cher right now. He's like, <laughs> 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 so. We we should mention that this film, like many of my favorite action films, not the biggest fan of the LAPD. Uh, a woman, a black woman, takes a rocket launcher and shoots a police van mm-hmm. and drives away scot free and laughing. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my favorite part of that too is that they said, like, in a movie that's as lean and just uh constant escalation and no wasted time ever as commando is they they spent like at least 90 seconds on the gag where she accidentally shoots the rocket launcher the wrong yeah. way it just demolishes a storefront like they kept that in i love that i i, I love that they included that <laughs> i i love that for reasons that make no sense whatsoever when Arnold is going to gear up and rob this gun store, he drives a fucking like huge caterpillar into it instead of just like breaking in because he's supposed to go be like a home. super spy. He is supposed to be like James <laughs> Bond. Even though the movie is called Commando, he is supposed to be like a infiltrator Clock's type guy. Ticking, he's man. To, you gotta, he's we gotta to hurry. Sneak. Yeah. You, saw, you saw him set his watch at the beginning of the movie, man. There's only so many hours left. Oh, and how good is that? How good is that like Making it very clear oh, what the it. stakes are and how much time. Give me you a have. literal ticking clock. I, you know what? I, I honestly, watching this movie, I'm like, screenwriters try to be too fucking clever these days. Like they want to hide it and like you know obfuscate and try to make the structure seem more clever or something like that. I'm like, please give me just a literal ticking clock. Have the guy literally save a cat and then just go save his daughter. You know this what I mean? Movie, it's really not that complex. Hundred percent watched, and this isn't. This isn't. A negative thing. This is a compliment. It watched like a list of things. Like somebody made a list of all the stuff that a good action movie needs. Right. And one of them, of course, is our hunky lead in a speedo for no real apparent <laughs> yeah. reason. Yeah. For no, I, like he doesn't need to be in a speedo, but he is, and he's rode a boat. It's great. It's it. It just runs. It runs down the list, man. It's fantastic. That is a real. That's a great observation. It really is like what if you focused grouped like. The like hardcore action fan, and, and do you like know, just do you, hardcore action fan? Do you know who wrote this movie? Oh, uh, uh, it's hilarious, and it might who? be one of his best works. Jeff Loeb, is that true? Jeff, comic books is Jeff Loeb. No, he's really? credited as Joseph Loeb the Third. Uh, it's like oh. his earliest credit. See, oh, I saw that name, and I was like, Loeb no, that can't movie. be the same guy. That's Jeff I, Loeb, Joseph Loeb the Third. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he didn't do the screenplay, but he did the story. Holy yes, shit. Yes, he's credited as one. Uh, uh, he's credited I mean, on the what movie. Is I saw the his story. Too. What is the story? <laughs> <of> the, <laughs> the, screen, the screenplay is D'Souza, who did right. Die Hard 48 Hours. Right, oh, he's yeah. credited for 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 uh, uh, for story. You're right about that. So did he I just to go up credit to, to like D'Souza at a bar <laughs> nah. and like, hey, you know, it'd be cool if like some guy got his daughter kidnapped and then he shot like a hundred dudes to get her back. <laughs> like that's the story. <laughs> yeah, the story is pretty is pretty. I mean, you know, I don't know how three people came up with it, but <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Loeb was one of the three people who helped come up with this uh, gripping tale. It's got it's got this uh, this feeling about it where you know since everything is so stripped down they they sort of like um, each each like element is given its own little feature you know so there's like a there's a fist fight there's a car chase there's planes there's machine guns there's grenades there's you know it, like you said it's like they looked at what action fans would want mm-hmm. and said let's have this we're gonna have buildings blowing up we're gonna have a fight scene in a mall we're gonna have him killing people with saw blades and, and, and hatchets. Knife throwing, it's, which is my favorite. Knife throwing. Knife well, and he has the ballistic sick. knife, too, where he, it shoots. Is that what that was? Oh, could, that was so neat. That was knife, so yeah. neat. So, is that, that real? So neat. Does that exist? Yeah, that's a real knife, yeah. <laughs> why don't you <laughs> just use a gun? Why, why, why would you use a ballistic <laughs> knife over a gun? What's I mean, that's advantage? a pretty, I think that's a pretty, like, it would element of surprise i think that would be very <laughs> useful you pull out a knife on a guy and he thinks he can just back up and then you shoot the <laughs> fucking shoot knife, the knife at that dude is dead like you've you've got that guy I guess. Like, um i could there's, there's gratuitous dummies in this too if you look at all the explosions there's all these yeah. dummies just stuck in the ground so next good. to the I uh, love it. And, and the the flip pads. I love counting the flip pads in this where there's an like explosion, a little flip pad pops up, the guy goes shooting <laughs> off into the, into the sky. That's my favorite. I didn't know that's how grenades worked, that like it blows up and then like five or six feet away, everybody goes <laughs> Yes. I didn't the I didn't, I've never been to war, so I don't know. <laughs> I learned that. Well, unless you're Arnold, if a grenade, if you throw a grenade at Arnold, you just, get, grenade. But you just get a little shrapnel. He got hit with a grenade. He keeps going. (laughs) I like too that it's, I like that it is, you know, the scene of Arnold and his Speedo aside. Like, even that though, like, it is, it's a sexless movie. Right, like, oh, they, yeah. like there's the, wait, no, there's he kind of has new the girlfriend, but it's not really like they're just like, like it's perfunctory, it's perfunctory. It's, yeah, it it really just feels like he's looking for a new mom for his daughter. Like there's yeah. no, like there's no, there's no actual like attraction or romance or sex between him and uh, right. What's her? Well, I, I think part. Of, I think I mean she's a black woman, so there wouldn't be a romance. That's hard. In, like nineteen, yeah, it's hard in the eighties. Really liked her character because she just seems like she just like does the right thing. Like she's confronted with this like incredibly horrific situation that she's brought into. <laughs> Some man that- tears the seat out of her car for no reason. For absolutely no reason. Why did he do that? He ripped out the seat. And I was like, oh, so he can hide. But then he sits down and he's still popping up above it. This tiny, like, it, why did, do we know? Why did he rip out the seat? <laughs> just to car? show, just because he could. That kind of rules. Because he could. <laughs> I'd do but that yeah, if I could. Yeah. But like her character, she's just like, okay, I do believe you. They, you're, they kidnapped your daughter. We're going to get your daughter back. She fo- she follows him while after the police arrest him and she, and like, it, and she she fucking shoots, blows up some cops. Like that's so cool. I really like, just loved that and her character. Uh, I I just I thought she was uh, pretty badass. She doesn't get to do anything in the last scene, but like 
that's just like the guts one versus one hundred fight. She so. does fly the plane. She though, flies the plane. Like she does cute. fly the plane. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Should we talk about Bennett? Dude, we Bennett. have to talk about Bennett. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Vernon Wells is a gift. That guy is incredible. And in this movie, I mean, because he's Wes, you know, he's Wes, the Road Warrior, one of the greatest villains ever put on screen. And then he sort of takes this hard kind of dive after that. And, and like, it's like he just says, fuck it. I'm just going to be crazy. I'm not going to, like, <laughs> do anything. I'm just going to be crazy. And this, he is totally insane. It's like every scene, except for the beginning where he gets blown up, blown up in quotes on the boat. He's, like, constantly on the edge of freaking out with every line that he says. And it just makes you so uncomfortable. Like, every time you see him, you're like, this guy's going to murder somebody. Like, I'm, I don't want to He's going to murder a little girl. Yeah. <laughs> It's real efficient, man. Once again, it's, you know, like we, we learned just enough about he and John Matrix's history together, right? They they worked together. They were colleagues. Bennett was always jealous of him. That's enough. You don't need more than that. You need that and a chainmail vest. That's all His you, outfit. That's it's all incredible. you need. The, cha- the chainmail vest is such a strong look. Uh, but that's it, man. It's It is so remarkably efficient. He's this... He They... They got a weird looking dude who could chew up all the scenery. They put him in a wacky outfit. They said, listen, you, you've got deep seated issues with this guy. And they were off to the races. It's perfect. <laughs> it's so good. I wonder if they hired him. Like if the bad guy hired him because he hated John matrix or if he already worked for him. And then they're like, he decided to go get John matrix. Like, I wonder how that happened. It, you, you wonder, but we don't get all the answers. We just know like, <laughs> This dude hates this dude, <laughs> but they're going to make this dude kill this other dude that they hate. And uh, and like, it's just it's very like you understand all the stakes and the personal like like the hatred without, you know, having a fucking flashback or a fucking three part movie series to lead up to. It. It's just all there. You get it. And they just go. I like that. He doesn't have an arc either. Like I like, no, like he's always he's, just like he's the same person. He's and he's just a dead. static, lousy, evil guy. <laughs> does does anybody in this movie have an arc? Do you think that's a good question? Uh, no. <sighs> Maybe Ray Don Chong. She goes from like not no, trusting yeah, him she to learns. trusting him. She, yeah, I guess, that's you know? Yeah, I like a movie where nobody learns anything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like a movie Me where too. everybody leaves exactly the same as when they came in. <laughs> the fight with Bennett though is like. I mean, as a kid, I remember watching that and just thinking, like, this is, like, the, the most, like, badass fight that's ever been. You know, they're oh, in, like a, like, a factory or whatever, and they're, they're like, fighting with knives. They're putting their faces into yeah. furnaces. Why don't you get rid of that chicken shit gun and fight <laughs> real? <laughs> Yet he keeps another gun on his shoulder the, the whole fight. You know, it's like, he doesn't really throw away both of his guns. Yeah, I'm not gonna shoot you between the eyes. I'm gonna shoot you between the balls. <laughs> so good. It's all so very good, man. Um, it's it holds up. I think. Like and like, I don't know. Like we're laughing about it, but like I, for people who who are listening who haven't seen it, I want to belabor the point that it's it's good. Like it's it's legitimately a. I I don't. I think I think it's a legitimately excellent action movie. Yeah, I watched this with my. And she was like, oh, Commando, that movie from the 80s. And then we sat down and, uh, you know, they had a great time, yeah, you know, watching oh, yeah. and enjoying it. You know? It's just like a really fun, really pure, you know, action movie. Uh, I, I I loved watching it. It's just like I, I will watch it again, like right now. It's just like so much goes on. We didn't even talk about like the plane sequence, which, which would be like the main 
action sequence in a lot of stuff where he fucking climbs out of an airplane while it's taking off. It, like, it's just, there's so much going I had, on. I hadn't seen Commando since I was like in college, maybe. So it's been a while. And so I didn't remember, I don't I didn't remember everything, right? And it, he got out of it and he was hanging on to like the plane, like to the landing gear. And, yeah. And, and, and I was like, oh, cool. He's going to like jump off and like barrel roll. And then he doesn't. And then the pain lifts up. I was like, what's he doing? What? What? Is, yeah. what? And I, I was actually yelling that at the TV to the chagrin of my wife. Uh, what, what is he doing? Why is he? Why? Why, why would he do this? <laughs> and then he leaps into a nearby swamp. Yeah. That was swamp, the plan yeah. all along. He must yeah. have known. Like, he must have been so. His situational awareness was so strong. He's like, well, I know the plane's going to go towards the swamp. I don't Also, what's where, that, where there's a swamp in LA. I was going to say, that, that's the famous LA swamp <laughs> that's right next to LAX. That you know, right, people, yeah. people don't often talk about, but the marshlands next next to Tom Bradley <laughs> International. Well, it's, got, it's such a great cue because he falls out of the plane, lands in the marsh, and then that score, boom, right in with the steel drums, and he's off to the race. He sets his <laughs> clock, and he's he's gone. You know, it's it's like from that point on, it's breakneck. You know, all the way through the end. I like the way Arnold falls too, because he falls like a guy who's coated in like 200 pounds of muscle and doesn't care about what happens to him. <laughs> right? Like there's no effort to land gracefully or anything. He just, he just thuds and just gets right back up. It's the best shit. So good. Yeah. This movie is one that when you guys mentioned it, Aubrey's like, Oh, do you need to borrow it? I was like, dude, I own this movie. I've watched this movie. <laughs> I turn it on like once a year. I'm like, I got to watch commando. You know, it's, it's like, it's like, I grew up on this movie. I feel like it's, it's one that, it maintains entertainment. You know, it's like you can't fault a movie that's, you know, an hour and a half of like pure action starring oh, yeah. the biggest action star that's probably ever been, you know, in the world. And like, so every time I watch it, it's like I get nostalgia, but I also just find new things to like about it. I mean, there's a few things that are clunky about it. There's some goofy effects. There's a lot of goofy editing stuff going on and everything. But I mean, it's got a great cast. It's got a great score. It's got a great hero. I mean, it's when I fell in love with Alyssa Milano. You know, it's it's like one of those perfect movies. It's actual from, fight from scenes. Childhood. It's actual fight yeah. scenes with like actual like a full take as opposed to quick cuts, close ups of mm. Batman punching a dude or whatever the shit. Which is like yeah. one of my big bugaboos is that like when Arnold is fighting those eight million mall cops, they they pull the camera back and they let you see him actually fighting these guys. So actually, this movie wait. this movie kicks the shit out of the Jason Bourne movies. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, it kind of no does. Kind of does and they they overcome their J name by the way. They, uh, they shake the camera in those ones. <laughs> high high recommendation. <laughs> yeah, this, I mean this is great. But uh Commando absolutely fantastic movie. But let's talk about Beef Bros. Beef Bros. Oh yeah. All right, so tell me, Aubrey, what is Beef Bros? Beef Bros is the aspirational leftist superhero comic. Uh, it's me and Tyrell. It's our it's our baby. We're the co-creators. Uh, we, you know, when we first started talking, Tyrell and I, um, a friend of ours, Grim Wilkins, uh, a mutual friend, put us together um, because he thought that we would get along and we had a lot of similar interests. And he was right. And we started like looking at all the overlapping, all of our overlapping interests. And it was stuff like superheroes and pro wrestling and action movies and side scrolling beat em up brawlers like Streets of Rage and Final Fight. And, you know, we love all that stuff. And, you know, Commando is definitely part of that, which is one of the reasons I wanted to suggest commando for this uh struggle sesh appearance um we love all that stuff but something that a lot of that work has in common is that there are some really kind of 
unsavory, at the very least, kind of centrist law and order tendencies running through a lot yeah. of it, if not outright reactionary stuff, right? Um, and we wanted to do, so- we wanted to build something that scratches all of the itches that like all of our favorite kind of like, I don't know, gleeful dumb guy entertainment, right? <laughs> like, like mm-hmm. we wanted something that, that hits all those notes, but in a way that doesn't kind of make you cringe when you're when you consider like the politics of John Matrix helping overthrow the uh, <laughs> the del, what is it the the Vela Garden Vel, Vel, Vel Verde Vel, Vel Verde, Vel Verde Vel, dictator yeah. or whatever yeah man so um it's our new Kickstarter it is on Kickstarter right now it's AubreySitterson dot com slash Beef Bros is the easiest way to get to it it's a thirty two page full color comic uh colors by Fico Osio who's my co creator on No One Left to Fight letters by Taylor Esposito uh it's running right now you know if everything goes as planned we're gonna have the first issue out to people by April. Um, and you know, our stretch goals are, you know, a lot of people will do stretch goals that are for random tchotchkes or like printing upgrades. We're not messing around with any of that, man. We're keeping it really simple. If we make more money, it's going to the creative team. People are getting raises. Uh, and if we make more than that, it's going towards the production of the second one. Um, cause we're in it to win it, man. Yeah. Very cool. I, I'm just, I'm looking at your preview and it, I, how I would describe it, it be, righteous himbos take on the forces of neoliberalism that's you kind of nailed it man it's the it's big dopey friendly bodybuilders uh the sample pages that are on the kickstarter right now it's uh they stumble across some cops beating up on a homeless guy uh, and they give those cops what? Spoiler alert! They give those cops what for? Uh, <laughs> and the rest, the rest of the first issue is dealing with a fallout of that, and dealing with something else that I think you know is hopefully something that not hopefully, but it's something I think a lot of people can understand and wrap their brains around. They're fighting back against their landlord. They're fighting back against their greedy landlord trying to evict them. Um, and you know, we start. We wanted to. S- One of the big ideas for Beef Bros was to start from a really simple place, right? Because I think when when a lot of people talk about leftism and what leftists believe and what is leftism and all these different, you know, you immediately splinter off in discussions of all these different groups, right? Um, but if, in my opinion, if you cut to the core of what leftism is really about and what separates leftists from people in the center and people on the right is a belief that people are better when they work together, that humanity's natural state is cooperation, not competition, Right. Um, and that's a really simple concept. And it's a simple concept that is understood and espoused by two really simple guys, Huey and Ajax Beef. And, <laughs> and they take that concept, the idea that, you know, you should be nice to each other and you should help people out. You should help each other out and do right by folks. They take that and they extend it outward in a really big, explosive way that kind of takes all of our favorite parts of side scrolling beat em ups and you know fight anime and nineties image comics and I don't know everything good in life. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, Terrell, I'm looking at the art. It's really beautiful. And the beef bros look like they could have uh you know 
gone toe to toe uh, toe to toe with the Legion of Doom <laughs> in the uh, in the nineties, eighties, uh, and nineties WWE and WCW. Definitely, I mean, pro wrestling was a big influence in the character designs, as as well as a lot of uh, kind of like nineties, uh, you know, style and, and stuff. You know, like. Um, you know, I can see them being at like a, a living color concert or something like that. I think <laughs> that these guys are like, they're so far out. Like we wanted them to feel big and strong and all those things. But I also like that they sort of exist outside of, of the current cultural paradigms of things. You know, they, they're not, they're not identified with a specific group of people necessarily, you know, stylistically or, or, or politically. They're just two guys that kind of live their life to the max and do the things that they think are the right things. And that, that comes down to their style too. They're like, it doesn't matter what people think about their clothes. They're like, I like this fucking jacket and these crazy sunglasses. I'm going to wear them. I like these uh, bicep bands. I'm going to wear them. And I think that that, you know, in the designs, that was a big thing. It's just like, make them go a hundred percent in their own direction. All right. Uh, I'm really excited uh, to read this, uh, to read this. Everyone, please uh, check out uh, the Kickstarter Aubrey, Tyrell, thank you so much uh, for yeah, joining Thanks for us. coming on. Thank you for having uh, us, dude. It was a, yeah, it's a pleasure. Course. This is my fourth time on Struggle Sesh? Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, look yeah. at that. Four the timers four club. club. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And uh, where can people find you on social media and stuff? You go first, Tyrell. Uh, at T Cannon Comics on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, you know, that's the best place to find me on social media. And then my website is TyrellCannon.com. Yeah, I'm Aubrey Sitterson, A-U-B-R-E-Y-S-I-T-T-E-R-S-O-N on everything. It's my website, it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that. All right, folks, that was Struggle Session. Have a good one. Ow! Later. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Check us out at patreon.com slash struggle session or sesh.plus or struggle session.substack.com for all our public episodes, commercial free, as well as hundreds of bonus episodes. Thank you to all our listeners for holding us down five years strong.